Well, Canadians, if you haven't enjoyed the beauty of the Kettle River in the Kootenai Boundary Country, you know, you're missing out on something. For most people in Canada, outside of British Columbia, well, I shouldn't qualify it. I mean, this area is quite beautiful. You got Baldy Mountain. I was engaged on Baldy Mountain. I, it was beautiful. There was like a foot of, a foot of fresh snow, got engaged. And then we tried to have this ski wedding up in the Comox Valley at, at Mount Washington. But it was weird. It was like the worst ski season in history. So we couldn't we couldn't really we did the wedding, obviously, but we couldn't do the ski part of the wedding. Anyway, Kootenai Boundary's got Baldy Mountain, this nice, cute little mountain. You know, if you're from somewhere like Ontario or wherever that doesn't have huge mountains, this is a good mountain. Couple lifts, good snow, sometimes hit or miss, but good snow. You know, anyone who's a real skier, I think you like skiing almost every ski hill because there's always something good five turns you can put together you know something to explore up in the back country wherever almost died one time with this Agassiz Mountain hemlock we I was a ski patroller and we, we were turning it was weird we turned towards each other crashed into each other and then literally it was so icy we lost our skis and plummeted down the hill at, I swear, 50 kilometers an hour at least, like, you know, that, that is probably one of the scarier things that have happened in life. Slid the whole ski hill to the bottom. Anyway, could you boundary, beautiful, beautiful wild country. I think probably people from other countries value it more than Canadians. Beautiful river, beautiful mountains. Anyway, so here we are. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I, the trouble I have is, you know, the, the guy who's hunting me doesn't always include what I've said either in the, in the Kootenays or in Victoria or in my house. You know, it's not always going through, so I have to keep saying it over and over. And so I want to go back in time. Let's go back to 2010, you know. I spent two years in Treasure Board staff trying to get out the whole time. It turns out later, you know, Doug Pierce said to Graham Whitmarsh, this is a rumor, a rumor I have, don't hire away any more of my guys from the Ministry of Finance, which fucked me, right, because I was becoming a CFA charter holder. I couldn't take it anymore. I had to get out of the Ministry of Finance. So finally, I'm like, no, no, I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. You know, I found that I was under surveillance. The whole thing was just totally craziness. Uh, under surveillance, they're calling me at home. They're bugging my shit. You know, they're in my Facebook. And I'm like, this is just stupid. You know, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't sign, I didn't go to MBA school for this. I didn't become a CFA charter holder for this. Fuck it. You know, and I find myself in this the sun on my face in this field in the Cook Street Village. And, I'm, you know, I'm reading books on trauma because I, I know my life has been fucked at this point. 
I know I've been hunted. I know I've got this killer after me. Inevitably, I end up Googling suicide. I end up Googling... Like, I'm on Australian PTSD websites. I'm learning tons of shit. I'm reading books. I'm doing exercises from this guy out of this, you know, California. Wrote a book about waking the tiger and, you know, other trauma books. I'm just like, what the fuck has happened to my life? Because I don't know what it is to be hunted by a serial killer. I know what it's done to me. You know, and it's, we're like five, six, seven years in here at this point. And like, if Stephen Harper and the energy industry and, you know, CSIS or CSIC don't want to admit what they did, well, that's on them, you know. That's on them. And if, and if whoever it is, private security that was hunting me and passing shit to whomever, they don't want to admit what they did, fine, that's on them. You know, I don't know. I don't know all the players, but when you're one guy alone who is not, you know, in any way attuned to whatever the hell's going on, you are going to get hurt bad. Real bad. <laughs> and nobody, you know, nobody ever said I was smart. Like, I tell stories sometimes about how we almost died this time in high school, this time in university, we almost died this time, almost that time, almost, you know, no, nobody ever said I was smart. So when I, you know, in 2012, somehow I'd come to the conclusion that it was highly probable that my home was bugged, okay? You know, whether that was the security, the former security guy from BC Ferries that changed the, the lamp standard in the ceiling, you know, whether that was the bugging, whether it was through our laptop that was always plugged in, you know, you never fucking know. Maybe it was from the guy who came back from an overseas trip, you know, that decided he was a spy master now. I don't know, you know. All I knew was it seemed like the words we said in our house were being used to hurt me, to screw me with investment management, commercial banking, you know, all sorts of private sector jobs I was looking at. So yeah, I did what I did. I planted audio in 2012. I planted it on purpose, okay? It just came to me. And I'm not saying it was smart. It came to me, say the worst shit you can think of and see where it pops up. And maybe you can work backwards and find the people that have killed you, you and you know, whatever, right? And then you'll find they start set you up, setting you up in these contracts that aren't really to help you. They're they're just manipulating you. You know, they're trying to get you to stay in Victoria when every cell in your fiber of your being is saying, get the fuck out of this place. And then when you finally do, and you, you know, and it was, you know, it was super hard for me to walk away from business and finance and engineering and even though I think being a teacher is a great job, don't get me wrong, and I think it would it would still be fun on some level. I just I don't know if my brain can do it.
So, you know, I pack it in and I, I, because I was exploring commercial banking all over BC, I was like, what are the tools that I have to make a life where I can ski and fish and hike with my family and have a good life? And then maybe one day participate in politics, you know, maybe one day. I want you to hear that. At that time, there was 100% certainty that at one point in my life, I would do that. But it wasn't then, okay? So, you know, I don't control, I don't control if people in whatever part of BC went to somebody really powerful and told some sort of what they thought was truth. I don't control that. I didn't set those people up. I explore things all the time, you know? But I have specifically at that time told people, don't do anything until I tell you, you know, let's proceed. I specifically said, because I had different irons in the fire, you know? And when becoming an elementary school at the age, elementary school teacher at the age of 40 something is the equivalent of 150 grand a year. A good job, you know, you get to help people, take time off, learn, travel. You know, when that is uh, your, uh, a bad, uh, like an alternative to a negotiated agreement, if that is if that is something that is realistically on the table, which it was, you know, it's going to be hard for me to choose something else after I've been beaten up all over the place at that point for like a decade. And so we moved to the Comox Valley, which makes sense if people understand the values and principles at play. Okay. It makes a lot of sense. But, you know, you can't fight pure evil, right? Like, I'm sure they made me out to be a pedophile who went to become a teacher because really what I really wanted to do was, you know, do something horrible with kids, which is totally insane. But for some reason, groups of people on planet Earth will believe this shit, okay? They'll believe it because you're fucking stupid. That's why you'll believe it. Okay? So then they light me up. They light me up in the Comox Valley. They light me up in Nelson. They light me out back in Victoria. They're doing everything to stress me out. You know, they're, they're putting audio of women being heard around me. They're like... Everything to stress me out. Attacking me. Oh, you can't even imagine. You can't fucking imagine what someone can do to you when they listen to the words you say. And they then they just attack your personality. They destroy you in every walk of life. You know. You can't imagine. And the whole time my focus is keep it together for Andrew. Keep it together for your son. Don't let this filter through to your son. And I got to tell you, and obviously 35 million Canadians might hear this. There were times where I had to say to a little boy, a a three-year-old little boy, my son, I had to say, if daddy zones out, okay, and he doesn't hear you, or if he's staring off in the distance, because I've been fucking tortured at this point, right? If, if, If your dad is doing that, Please, Andrew, just say it over and over again until I until I react, until I pay attention, okay? I want you to. And he's like, okay, Dad. And that's what he did because I had been tortured since 2005 by pedophiles and murderers 
that apparently run all of fucking Canada. I'm not scared of these people. They're either going to jail me or kill me or they're going to choke me out until I kill myself. Like, these are the options that are all realistic, right? They've done fucking all of this. They've Amanda totted me. They've, you know, Retea parsoned me. They've Rena verked me. Like, how anybody believes that I'm not dead at this point is just fucking beyond me, you know? Because what, I'm breathing? Well, you know, my dad was breathing in 2014 too, but he, he was pretty dead, okay? Not 2014. I'm oh, sorry, I guess that was... What was that? 1989. 1988. Somewhere there. I got these people. Like, when did everybody become a total fucking idiot? I got these people in Victoria. You know, maybe you should go for counseling. Yeah. That would have worked out great for all those people in Hiroshima. You know, when the nuclear bomb is dropping on their head. Fucking counseling. That would work out really fucking great. And you know what I think now about the people that say that? You know what I think? I think you're in on it. I think you played a role in the murder of Daria Damas, in the total life fuck of Andrea Dem- Andrew Damas, because he's fucked now. You ruin a guy's dad, you've ruined the kid, okay? You ruin a guy's mom, you've ruined the fucking kid. That's just how it works. You know, talk to my first ex-wife. You destroy the parents, you destroy the kids, okay? You destroy their outcomes, how their life could have been, what it could have been. You know, and the pedos to run around with their, you know, <laughs> their their programs of mindfuck, their mindfuck programs, you know, their MK Ultra mindfuck program. When they run around on unsuspecting people and drop this shit on them, you know, you you think they're going to have a good life outcome? Which, like, breathing? Is that the good life outcome? I didn't know there were so many sacks of shit that lived in British Columbia who would who would do this to somebody. They would voluntarily, or, and I, you know, to me, voluntarily is, I don't care what your motivation is, you chose to do it, not to me. You chose to hurt somebody? You're fucked, you know? You're a fucking psycho. And I just didn't know all this existed. The hate. The hate. And, you know, I... Was it a mistake that I grew up in... in, 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 in you know... I, I don't know, like... I guess I took the best parts of a religion. And also acknowledged the worst parts. But there were some teachings there that... I think a lot of people either didn't have, missed out on, or or denigrate because, and, and they are shitbags, right? They're all over BC. Total pieces of shit. They thrive on Vancouver Island. Thrive. You know, which I see is a very unhealthy place. Very unhealthy. It would be a dream come true if I didn't have to live there. But I'm going to just be there because my son's there. But if he was somewhere else, that would be great. We could we could live in a, a hundred other better places. You know, and I say to people, Victoria, B.C. is probably around 15th out of 20 
you know, if you had to rank 20 cities in British Columbia, Victoria is about 15, you know. Let's see if I can do that off the top of my head. Whistler, Squamish, Kelowna, Vernon, Penticton, Roslyn, Castleguard, Trail, Nelson, Revelstoke, uh, did I say Kamloops, Salmon Arm, Golden, you know, Cranbrook. I can, I can go on forever. Smithers, I can go on forever. All better than Victoria, B.C. You know, it's so expensive to, you know, do things that are, that are life, you know, enhancing off of Vancouver Island because you, most of the time you spend in this soul-destroying place called Vancouver Island and you have to counteract that with really positive good things. Like you take the ferry and you go where normal people live on mainland Canada. And then, you know, you, you really get to learn uh, how, what it takes to be a good person, taking risks, having fun, learning. You know, I, I said it before and I'll say it again. The people that hate me and, and, and want me dead. I mean, I'm already functionally murdered, right? Daria is functionally murdered. Andrew's life is fucked. But the people that hate me so bad, they already disrespect you because you fucked one person before your current spouse, okay? If you had sex with three people before your current spouse, you are like the devil incarnate to these people, okay? They fucking hate you and they are willing to burn you and your kids on some, you know, stake. They, they'll stake you to a pole and they'll burn your entire family because you represent pure fucking evil to these people. So me, I mean, you know, I'm like, because I've had too many girlfriends, I've moved too many times, lived in too many cities, you know, to, to them, to me, I, I'm like, I don't even know, I don't even know, the, I, how would you describe it? It's just like, they have to get me, I think they have to get me to kill myself so that then they can say, yeah, you see, he just couldn't make it, take it, you know, life just didn't work out for him. The guy, his, you know, or his way of life, whatever the fuck that means, because I've been married for 10 years or same woman, great kid, would have had a daughter, but they murdered her. You know, they have to have a justification or a reasoning that, you know, if I'm dead and gone, they get to say, yeah, you know, that's what happens. That's what happens if you have a beer while you're driving in the backcountry. You know, that's what happens if you buy some shrooms online and have a really cool experience up in the backcountry. You know, that's what happens if, you know, I don't know, right? But let us let me just say to those people, there's 35 million people in Canada. And when my little sister had her car accident and became paraplegic, there was one person who did whatever it took to get her back up and running in her life. And that's me. It's not fucking you. It's not the 34,999,999 other Canadians who did fuck all for my little sister. I was there and you fucking weren't. Okay? So when they throw me on the pyre and they burn my body, which I hope they actually, you know, if I do die, 
I'd love to flow into the Mother Ganges, okay? I would love for that to happen. There's another place, but because of, you know, my rape, torture, and murder here on Canadian soil, I don't, I don't know, I no longer want my ashes to be spread there. And if you know me, you know where it is. But I don't want that anymore. You know? The people that read their fucking books and believe their shit, okay, and then they go out there and kill your family, I think they'll always exist. You know, they started the Crusades. They, like, they, they justified Vietnam. You know, they dropped nuclear bombs on Japan. They, they, they you know, they cremated and burned and gassed people in, in Germany. Whatever. The fucking haters of the world will always hate and they'll use whatever tools. And that, that's, I want you to hear this. The pure evil that haunted me since 2005, I could feel them changing stripes. You know, I could feel them. They wanted me. They wanted me, right? And so what if I, if they thought I was changing direction, they would change. They don't fucking care what flag it is that we, that, you know, gets flown. They don't care. They just want the power and the control. They don't care what is it's called or you know, I could feel that. I could feel that. And they're, they're super smart. You know, if, if, if anybody good hears this, these people that hate are so smart, you have no idea. I did the best I could, man. At a certain point, I was like, well, look, I just got to, I got to try and flag this for people. I got to, I just got to send a message about how evil these people are that are hunting me. And I don't know if I did it or not, you know, like I, what more could a guy do? One guy alone. And by alone, I mean, I spend a lot of time alone, but I think there's probably some good people out there who know what's going on. My son is a very caring guy. And, you know, they know that he should be caring about his little sister and teaching her to swim now and ride a bike and, you know, looking out for her, learning math. They know that. And they know I would have taught him to do that because I did all those things to help my little sister, right? But they'll take it away. They'll give it a new name. They'll, you know, they'll... <laughs> they'll will tie, will tell whatever lies and bullshit they have to. people who might be involved here. I don't know. You know, is Greg Brown involved from the Buckley Valley? Maybe. Nathan Cullen, you know, Caitlin Vernon. I don't know. You know, I don't know because I would, I, I've never set out to harm anybody. You know, I'm not trying to set people up or fuck them or whatever. You know, are these people involved? Are there, are there politicians? I can, I can tell you, I sent some faxes to some politicians in Canada and I think they got the message that I sent them, you know, I think they got it. And I respect those people for that. 
We're not the same stripe politically. We're not. But I respect you because I think you took some actions, you know. These people that hate, that you know, they do it with their words. They do it with the shit they think. And then one day they end up in charge of your country and, and they're in charge of a military. And I find that really scary because what they say, they'll say they're the good people, but, you know, their hate in their speech and how they act and how they behave, they make people feel like crap. They make you feel bad about your life, who you are. And I think the next step is violence. Someone like that, you know. It's hard, you know, it's hard being a straight white guy. And then I've had I've had gay guys that seem to like uh, like fall for me or be into me. And I'm not, you know, I'm not bi, I'm not gay. I I, I just support people living the life they want. But what I find problematic is like they don't have any boundaries, gay men. They think that uh, <clears throat> like if you're a straight guy and you try and be friends with a gay guy, like I I think it's kind of a moderate mistake, you know, because ultimately probably how they you know became gay was some sort of traumatic barrier violation or whatever, you know, boundary violation. And, um, you know, they end up like I went trekking in Nepal and the Himalayas and I said to a guy and he was gay and I thought that doesn't matter. Hey man, do you want to go trekking? I'm going. So he flies there and like three days later, because my beautiful yoga instructor flew in and I picked her up from the airport, he like flew back to Canada because what, you know, you were, you were jealous. You thought, and regardless, you know, she went to do her own thing. I went to the Mount Everest, you know, she, and he flew back to Canada. Cause what he thought we were going to fuck our way around the Himalayas. Like, you know, I just, and that's not the first time. It's not going to be the last time. And like I, so if you're gay and you think I'm bi, well, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not, you know, not into you. I totally respect that you want to live your life. Like I respect anybody choosing adult paths. I think that when you make criminals, when you criminalize behavior, adults are going to do anyway. You just make criminals out of adults. And that applies across the board. Why the fuck is your country telling adults what they can and can't do? You're a fucking adult, you know? Why do you feel like you're out there, what, trying to be someone's parent? If you're 20, you're a fucking adult. You do whatever you want, man. As long as you're not hurting anybody, you do whatever you want. So I have a huge problem with the United States. They, they appear to be taking 2022 back to 1622. You know, they've taken away women's right to abortion. That's not just women's right to abortion. You know, that's everybody's right to abortion and family and and freedom, right? You either have body autonomy or you don't, regardless of what that looks like. And the best person to make the decision, um, you know, the, when you see a pregnant woman, I see, I see the person... 
who is the best person to make the decisions for that pregnant woman and every part of her body. That woman is the person who should make that decision. Not a fucking court, not some old white guy, not some, you know, doctor. Fuck that. How did doctors get in control of anything in your life? Like, if you want to die, why is a doctor saying, no, no, that's not going to happen? What are you fucking talking about? If this life sucks so bad, then of course they should assist with some sort of, you know, passive morphine injection that takes you out. Why, why, why does a court or a group of people get to tell you you can't die when you want to die? That's bullshit. Total bullshit. Just like preventing abortion is bullshit. Just like, you know, if you want to have some surgery done, well, go get it done, I guess. Unless you're a kid. This is my steady stream of rant while I'm driving in the back country, sort of. You know, you know, leaders, we use this word, but really it's not true leadership when we talk about the quote unquote leaders of the world who like to accumulate power. They like to consolidate it amongst them. That's not leadership. Leadership is distributing it, okay, amongst other people. Distributing authorities amongst other people. Leadership isn't having some command and control that's not leadership. Maybe I talk about leadership because I said this in the Coonies. I'll just say it again here. You know, it's like my life has been like a, a human being exposed to hypo, hypothermic conditions where the blood rushes inward to save the life of the organism, right? First you lose your fingers, then you lose your arms and your toes, your toes, then your arms, you know, your ears. And it's trying to save the life of the core of the organism. And so my life, you know, if you take a look at it, I've been exposed to hypothermic conditions since about 2005. Yeah. 18 years I've been exposed to these hypothermic conditions. So I've lost having four kids, down to three kids, down to two, down to one. I've lost having a cabin and a plane and a nice house and cars and boats and, you know, whatever toys all down to, you know, basically renting a car, having hardly any home. You know, I've lost, you know, being married to being totally alone. I've lost almost everything, everything, everything down to, you know, that one little ounce of humanity in my heart. And I still haven't intentionally hurt someone. There is this group of pure evil out there that has done this to me, and I still haven't intentionally ever hurt anybody. I don't know how much you can ask of a human being, you know, like, if my friends and family, the quote-unquote friends and family, sold out by, who knows, denigrating me to the maximum extent possible, not helping in any way over the last, like, 18 years, you know, I can't, what can I do about that? I can't do anything about that. 
if all these so-called good people decided, well, we'll just isolate you until, you know, your daughter's dead. Well, then they did. That's what they did, right? They actively did that. And probably in their clubhouse, whether online or in real life, they're jumping up and down celebrating that. So, you know, think about that. Those are the good people. And, and Dari is not on the earth because of the good people and their actions. And inaction is an action. Inaction has consequences. Like if I had been, you know, like the other people in Canada, I, I might not have responded to my little sister's needs when she, she had a car accident. But I'm me. So I did. And what would have been different? Probably a lot. Probably a lot. So we're back in the woods where the people that hate me put sticks and rocks in my tent because I'm a bad guy. Christian Namaz, straight white male, signing out.